0: Hello, welcome to Limitless Magic. Did you like that little song? (laughs) This is me not wanting to edit intro and outro music, so I picked up my little harp and I just strummed a little bit (laughs) because editing is a challenge for me that I have not yet mastered. So welcome to November Welcome to Daylight Savings here in Seattle, the West Coast. We are in the deep night of Daylight Savings. November is the most challenging month for me living here because the darkness, nighttime evening (laughs) begins I'm laughing it's just ridiculous every year like oh here we go I'm going to fight the urge to hibernate fight the urge to surrender to the night but honestly I think that that's the medicine that's really necessary at this time you know, after summer and all the frolicking and social butterflyness and outdoor time in sunlight and warmth, November arrives with a need for reflection and insight. And the shorter days really give to that introspective, evaluative nature. I think about how much of my life I spent struggling against going within and exploring the night of my spirit. And now there are so many gifts to be found at night. There are so many gifts to be found through a dark sky you know, that beautiful, deep grayish blue or deep purpley blue night. The black sky illuminates the stars. And so take that medicine within and imagine that on the interior. You know, what stars want to shine through the night of your spirit? I am in... A hermit year. I just realized this when I sort of calculated my birthday last week. My birthday was on the 10th of October. I'm in a hermit year. So this is right on track for me. You know, there are no answers to be found without. The hermit finds the clarity and the vision and the gifts and the healing and the transformation by going within by stepping back from the world. You know, that doesn't have to look like total isolation, but a big part of that hermit energy is connecting with the path of destiny and learning how to illuminate that path through the darkest night and knowing that the divine and the higher self is that light illuminating the way. Hermit is ruled by Virgo, and that energy is very steadfast, tenacious, methodical, doesn't give up, keeps going, very loyal, earthy, and I am the airiest fairy (laughs) around, you know, Libra, Sun, Mars, Venus, Pluto, Uranus, So this Virgo energy invites me to be really present, really connected to this lifetime and this earthly path. And I just wanted to talk today about spiritual work, the process, the lighting of the way, you know, illuminating the path and moving forward fearlessly and knowing that our spiritual work connects us to our innate magnetism, our own magic, our vitality, and through ritual, we remember ourselves. We remember our soul. Because the whole world around us wants us to forget. And if you think about going out in the world... So many people have forgotten. So many people are asleep, lost in the sauce, you know, gripping onto the matrix as tightly as they can, Amazon priming, post-mating, buying, 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 feeling nothing. And you can't go through the Starbucks drive through and get enlightenment and transformation. You can't buy it. It is a process that you have to walk through. You have to go through it. It can be messy, it can be mucky, it can be scary. But just like nature, there's duality, you know, salty and sweet, bitter and delicious. All of these things coexist. And if life was this beautiful, sacred utopia of happiness at all moments, How would we have appreciation and drive and creativity? How would we long for more or long to create if you were just sitting on a lily pad? You know, that's not to say that everything should be pain and suffering. I don't think that. But I think that it's very necessary to be able to go into the depths of experience and learn how to light the night of your spirit explore the shadows fearlessly and come out the other side. I choose to see the magic in the world every day. It is a choice. It is a conscious choice. You know, I don't talk about my personal business only with people really close to me. I'm very private, but I will say that the last month has been especially challenging in the realm of family. I have certain family situations that I have no control over. I can't snap my fingers and change it. I can't work to change it. Everyone has free will, right? So I'm witnessing the pain of certain people in my family and I'm not letting it pull me under. I'm still here. I'm choosing to be that illumination of this night. (sighs) Deep breath. (laughs) You know, I get lost in trees, sitting with trees, you know, kind of our ancient earthly ancestors, our plant ancestors. Most trees that you meet are much older than you are, hopefully. Here in the Northwest, it's easy to find trees that are much older than me. So even if you're looking at pictures of them or videos of them and doing a little virtual armchair traveling experience, I highly recommend experiencing and sitting with these ancient beings. Um, I need that connection to these earthly elemental beings that are wise and strong and deeply rooted. I sit with Hawthorne as often as possible. I'm absolutely in love with the magic and the mystery and the lineage of the Hawthorne tree. And that has been a big support throughout this autumn. Last week with my soul sister, I, I mean, I've met so many yew trees, but really came face to face with this beautiful, stunning, majestic yew tree that sort of jumped in our path and was like, hey, pay attention to me, meet me, listen to me, sit with me. And it was just lovely. And I, I honestly feel very sorry for people who go through life without, and I'm not saying that in a mean way, I mean like how do people thrive and survive on this earth without the deep connection to nature, you know, without talking to trees, sitting with trees, hearing them, that is such medicine for my spirit and it touches me and it, almost nearly brings me to tears every time I am met with a new tree that almost pops up. Hey, look at me. I'm demanding your attention right now. And then there are birds which go hand in hand with the trees here in Seattle, in the Pacific Northwest. There are crows that at sundown flock together from every corner of the city, from, you know, wherever they've been hanging out during the day, and they meet each other and congregate for the night and go to bed in these evergreen trees. So there's several large parks in the city that if you make a point of going at sundown or you're lucky enough to happen to be there at sundown. You can see them coming from every different direction. It's so beautiful. They're so loud. They're calling to their friends. You know, they're talking amongst themselves and it's just the most wonderful thing. I mean, it feels infinite. It feels like it's always been that way because it has crows have always roosted in the tops of tall trees and mass so connecting to that and that's a ritual you know for me sitting with trees watching the crows roost being present looking for mushrooms ritual doesn't have to be complicated you know but that is spiritual work The word work is present in spiritual work for a reason. You know, yes, there are times when it finds you effortlessly and just drops in your lap. But in general, because of the way that the world is right now, the, you know, the pain and the discord and living in capitalist structure we have to look for it we have to work for it it has to be a conscious choice to put energy into ourselves into our practices into presence remembering our own magic connecting with our higher selves and the divine every single day when i wake up in the morning i no longer pick up my phone i do energy work in bed before i get out of bed when i stir my coffee or tea in the morning I say a spell into it every day and finish it with so mote it be. This is the way I live my life because when I didn't live my life this way, I was untethered. I was addicted to substances, experiences, people, and I was miserable. And I was the most, I believed I was the most miserable person in the world. I wasn't able to really tap into compassion or seeing or feeling the validity of other people's experiences. I was very lost, right? So I started really consciously deepening my connection to the divine through ancestral and spiritual service and all the rituals, I mean, I threw everything at it at the beginning. And I still do. But, you know, I want to reach out to say that if you're in pain, if you're anxious, no one's coming to save you. You are saving you. It's you and God. That's the team that is going to to help illuminate the way out of the night. You know, ancestral service looks like having a little, it doesn't have to be flashy, it doesn't have to be, you know, huge, can be very humble setting, little table. I have like a a sideways milk crate, cute, like antique milk crate, but it's a milk crate, um with pictures of my beloved dad, the candle with some of their objects. I have my great grandfather's pocket watch, a couple of pins that were my great great grandmother's, some things like that, pictures of them, a full glass of water. And every Saturday I make them a cup of really dark, strong coffee. And I light that candle and I sit and I call in my beloved well ancestors and just tell them what's going on. Tell them I feel their presence in my life every day. And I'm so grateful that they walk with me through this experience in this lifetime. You know, our ancestors understand and remember what life on earth was like. They know the struggle. They know the experience. They are very invested in our success. And they want us to not be in pain. They want to help us see the beauty in the world and claim a piece of that beauty for ourselves every day in every moment. You know, I've been working with a lot of people and it keeps coming up, a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety. And I think it's really important for us all to very consciously step back from all the distractions. I pulled a card the other day for a community reading and it was the devil and that is very much like enslavement to distraction to processes to systems that are no longer or never worked to soothe the soul being lost being an addiction being in the darkest night and not seeing a way out of it and not having hope. So just sort of throwing a fit, wallowing there, being stuck and not pulling oneself out of the stuckness in any way. You know, and that's, those are the times we live in. Everything around us tells us to go outside of ourselves, to consume, to consume, to consume. You never have enough greed. You know, I'm here for me. I want to get what I can. And that is not a spiritual life, you know. Let go of the idea of having enough because I will tell you, I know people with exorbitant amount of money, you know, just millions and they're miserable. They'll never have enough. All they do is buy stuff online and try to seize some bit crumb of happiness out of it, and they're they're not it's not working, right? Like what would you can't buy happiness. And yes, money does provide a certain amount of stability, but at the core of it, riches and wealth are not measured in dollars and cents. It's closeness to those around you closeness to yourself closeness to the divine I have a very humble life and I'm so grateful for it I'm, I work for myself I'm not locked to being employed for someone else and I have what I need And I have time to create, but it all is a choice. And there, you know, on the spiritual journey, as you're doing your spiritual work, there are many rock bottoms of varying depths. But those rock bottoms arrive to illuminate where the changes need to start, what needs to happen To shake you out of that stupor and stuckness and pull you out of the rut. Rock bottoms only arrive when there's a potential to move into a higher level. When your guides are desperately trying to get your attention to push you into a better aspect of self, a deeper level of knowing, you know, so... I just wanted to kind of share how even in the deepest night, there are stars and there's beauty. It's important to observe it, recognize it, and take even the smallest steps to seek assistance in moving forward. First and foremost, it's you and God. But yes, there's outside help, therapy, doctors, all of that. But first and foremost, make the choice that a solution is needed and a change is needed. And move forward in love and faith and find that path of beauty. Just climb on it, crawl onto it dragging yourself out of the muck and mud and just make one tiny little inch movement forward. November ends. We move into December which can be just as night-like but crisper. We have solstice coming, yule, And before you know it, it's spring. So if you're feeling the blues and you're feeling delicate, you're not alone. And you are loved and you are safe in this moment. So I'm sending y'all so much love and Sending the world so much love, and my only prayer is that all beings be safe, free of fear, sheltered, warm, and know that they are loved. Thank you. Um, So a little postscript on this podcast. I am offering my year ahead readings those are in pre-order right now. So there's a discounted price and that price goes up at the end of November to the full price. So it's a good, it's a good price now for those of us that are watching our pennies. And also I don't want this to be inaccessible to people because of cost. Um, so, you know, if cost is a barrier for you, reach out, message me. I do have a certain amount of space for people sliding scale that really want to do this work, but, you know, find the cost out of their budget. So please like email me, DM me and let me know if you want to do a sliding scale reading. Um... And I'm looking forward to solstice so much. It's my favorite time of year. It's just this spell of magic and wintry goodness does seem to be present everywhere. Just don't get lost in overspending or accumulating things. You know, remember the energy of just that wonder and that wintry mystical goodness um so yeah thank you for being here thank you for listening and it really helps if you like this podcast to leave me a five-star rating to write a review share it with a friend all of those things if you feel called there's a link on my website to leave a donation or you can tip me through my bio and Instagram, whatever works. We are all living in this current capitalist world where we have bills to pay. And I really, truly am grateful for any support that makes this podcast possible. So be blessed, be well, be magical. Sending y'all so much love. Thank you.